1: you get access to the Vintage Radio Podcast, a look at series that were an hour or more that include Lux Radio Theater, CBS Radio Mystery Theater, and the Mercury Theater on the air, just to name a few. To become a member, visit support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. Fridays, we hope to say the secret word on You Bet Your Life. This episode was originally aired on March 19th, 1952, And, George, what is the secret word?
0: Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is name. N A M E. Really? You bet your life! and Soto Plymouth Dealers of America present Racho Marx in you Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here he is, the one, the only...
2: Ro! What a ridiculous name. Oh, that's me! <laughs> well, here I am again with $2,000 for one of our couples.
0: Groucho, we invited some girls from a department store to the program tonight. At about time. <laughs> and just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected uh, Miss Margaret Myers. Her partner, Clem Swartz, has an interesting occupation. And uh, here they come now, folks, come on in to meet Groucho Marx. Well, welcome, youngsters. Welcome Hi. for
2: the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. And if you say the secret word, you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you always have with you. Let's see now, Miss Margaret uh, Myers, huh? You work in a department store, is that right? Yes, I do. Hmm. Well, Where are you from originally?
3: I'm from Sturt, Nebraska.
2: What department store are you working uh, in? Broadway Hollywood. What's that?
3: Broadway Hollywood.
2: You work at the Broadway Hollywood? Yes, I do. Huh? Well, really, that, that store carries prettier merchandise than I realized. Let <laughs> <laughs> will have a go at it someday. Uh. <laughs> and you're Mr. Clem uh, Schwartz, huh? Yes, sir,
3: that's Is that how kind of you pronounce it,
2: Schwartz? Yes, sir. You'd say yes at anything. I can say that.
4: <laughs> Where
3: are you from, uh, Clem? Clemmy? Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Come again? Broken Arrow,
2: Oklahoma. I don't care what you broke. I ask you where you're from.
4: <laughs> now, Clem, uh,
2: Fenneman says that you have an interesting occupation. Just uh, what do you do? Well, sir, I'm a rodeo rider. You're a radio rider? Rodeo. What show were you on? The March of Time? Well, <laughs>
4: yeah? no,
2: What kind of a radio rider? Uh, a rodeo rider, you know. Uh, oh, a rodeo rider? Well,
4: that's a horse he...
2: of a different color, huh? How did you happen to get into uh, that kind of a job?
3: Well, so I was raised back home on the ranch, and all the boys that I knew, you know, they rodeoed and for were living, and godly. You know, it's a lot better deal of doing that than it is working for a Well,
4: it
3: makes a lot of sense, Clem. It
2: makes horse sense, as a matter of fact. Now, let's go shopping in your store. Uh, what kind of, uh, Margaret, uh, what do you do there?
4: I work in the notions department.
2: <laughs> well, what is a notion? I, I've seen that word many times, but uh, just what, is, what does it mean?
3: Well, it's... Well, it's an ocean, whatever you get an ocean to have. It's hard to describe.
2: Well, some of the notions I have, you're saying you couldn't buy in a department store. Right? <laughs> you have any headaches in a job like that?
3: Oh, yes. Lots of them. Like what? Oh, for one thing, we can't get enough girls in our department. Yeah,
2: well, I've had that complaint, too. (laughs) You too, Clem? Oh, gosh,
4: yes.
2: (laughs) I should imagine
3: you do right well, Clem. But that's just about all I do, I reckon. You haven't haven't got a girl out here, Clem? Oh, gosh, no. I couldn't find one. All these people out here, they're city folks, you know? You mean city folks don't have girls? Is that what you're implying? Well, uh, the city boys has already got 'em if you know what I mean.
4: <laughs> How
2: about down there in hop where you were born? <laughs> is that the name of it? No. How about that? Did you have a girl down there? Yeah, I had one down there. And is that why you came up
4: here? <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: No, not hardly. Well, did you, uh, did you, is she uh, pining for you down there in the middle of the road, the highway?
3: Or... Well, she might be, but I don't hardly think so now. I'm fixing to get a new one if I get the right kind of an opportunity, you know.
4: Mm.
3: Well, what would you regard as a likely opportunity? Well, shucks, I reckon just one that wasn't married. <laughs>
2: your standards are too high. (laughs) Now, in just one minute, you're going to play your bet your life for a chance at the $2,000 question. Right now,
0: I want you to pay close attention to some mighty interesting information. Have you seen, have you driven the new DeSoto Fire Dome 8? It's America's most spectacular new car. Featuring the revolutionary new DeSoto 160-horsepower Fire Dome V8 engine. That's the talk of the engineering world. What a thrill when you get behind the wheel of the new DeSoto. When you feel a tremendous surging power. The instant acceleration at your command at all speeds. Because DeSoto's new 160-horsepower Fire Dome V8 engine is America's most powerful engine design. Its unique dome-shaped combustion chambers produce more power from every drop of gas and on regular gasoline. Not only that, the new DeSoto Fire Dome 8 also brings you amazing new power steering so that even in parking, when your car's at a standstill, you can turn the steering wheel with one finger. Yes, as easy as dialing a phone. Tomorrow, go to your DeSoto Plymouth dealers and see and drive the new 160-horsepower DeSoto Fire Dome 8. America's Most Spectacular New Car.
2: Now, by the way, congratulations. Congratulations, gentlemen. You know, George was voted the best announcer in television by 1,500 newspaper editors in the recent fame poll. And that is the real poll. And I was delighted to find out that you uh, won this, uh, George. And I hope that you don't try to strike us for more money, that's
4: all. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Now, here we go. Let's see how high you can build your $20. You selected songs about animals as your category. How much of the $20 you're going to bet?
3: Well, I think about $16. I reckon that'll be a plenty one. (laughs)
4: $16.
2: Well, okay. Give me the title of this animal song. Play, Jerry.
4: The weasel.
0: Pop goes the weasel. Pop goes the weasel is right. Well, you're off to a good start.
2: You have $36. Remember, you're going for $2,000 tonight. Now, how much of the 36 will you bet this time?
3: $35, I reckon. Uh, 35 That's he reckons. Pardon, He does more reckoning without ever adding. <laughs>
2: All right, play, Jerry. <laughs> All right. what alright, what is it? No, uh, the Whistler and his dog. You now have one dollar. You have one dollar. How much you reckon you're going to bet this time, Clem? Well, <laughs> we're down low, aren't we? Let's just bet fifty cents for you. Fifty
4: cents
3: is that? Fifty? 50. 50, cents. fifty
2: cents. Let's see if you can identify this animal song. Play, Jerry. One dollar and fifty cents. And he's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much are you gonna reckon? Oh
4: let's might
3: as well cut it off. Let's say just a little bit. Let's okay. make a dollar and forty
2: eight cents. You're gonna bet a dollar huh? <laughs> he's reckoning us and we're reckoning him. <laughs> All right, here we go for $1.48. Play. gray man, she ain't what she used to be. Oh, gray hair, she ain't what she used to be.
0: And you'll wind up with $2.98.
4: <laughs>
0: Nobody leaves
2: here with $2.98. I'm going to give you one more question, get it right, and we bring your winnings up to 25 bucks. You ready? How long do you cook a three-minute egg?
4: Yes. Three minutes is right.
0: We uh, have a housewife for you now, Groucho. Mrs. Marshall Lester. She was picked from our studio audience just before we went on the air. Her partner is a special guest, a member of the Los Angeles City Council, Mr. Kenneth Hahn. And here they are, folks. Meet Groucho Marx.
2: Welcome, kids, to your Bet Your Life. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you always have with you. Uh, Mrs. Marshall Lester right. and Councilman Kenneth Hahn, eh? Oh, come now. Are you, are you really a councilman? Uh, yes. Yes, I am. Can't be. You've got your hands in your own pockets.
4: <laughs>
2: I apologize, Mr. Hahn. Uh, I didn't really mean that. It, it just slipped out. <laughs> Will you ignore what I just said? Certainly, certainly. He's a politician, all right. <laughs> He'll ignore anything we voters have to say.
4: <laughs>
2: Mrs. Marshall Lester, uh, you're the housewife, huh? <laughs> yes. I'll call you Marsha and you can call me Mallow. <laughs> How'd you meet your husband?
4: Well, I was coming out of the May Company just loaded with packages. You were, eh? <laughs> and, uh, I
2: hope you didn't get stuck in a revolving door.
4: <laughs> well, almost just as bad. I, I slipped and it was raining and I was trying to hold my little umbrella and I pulled my husband down, an innocent bystander with me. That's how we met. He helped me up, and he's been helping me ever since. (laughs) Sounds
2: like a real romance. They fell for each other. (laughs) The month of May. Oh, no, that was a department store. Mr. Kenneth Hahn, you're a councilman, eh? I find it very stimulating talking to a councilman. Can you fix a traffic ticket? Uh, No, uh, Gacho. Well, I don't see any point in continuing this conversation. (laughs) I can't keep calling you Mr. Hahn, a young, fine-looking fellow like you, a councilman. What, what shall I call you? My friends call me Kenny. Incredible. A man in public office who still has friends?
4: <laughs>
5: Why, is <he's> on Kenny.
4: <laughs> how
5: old are you, Ken? Thirty-one. Thirty-one, huh? And how long have you been in office? I've been in office five years. I imagine you've had some interesting experiences with your constituents. Do you remember any hot ones that you could relate Well, just a week or so ago, a lady called me at my home at 10.30 at night. Are you married? Yes, I am. (laughs) uh, So she called me at 10.30 at night. Where was your wife? My wife was in bed. (laughs) Where were you? I was in bed, too, and the phone was ringing. So I jumped up to answer it. I thought it was some kind of emergency call. Or what she... kind of an emergency call did a politician get? Oh, we get them plenty of calls, Groucho. Is that so? People in trouble or in jail or they got the houses burning or they want somebody to go to the, to the hospital. Half the time they call a, call a councilman instead of calling the right departments. So anyway, this lady calls me and says... you uh, <laughs> I mean, not going to let me hone in on this at all.
2: She's going to wind up being governor. <laughs> Then you gotta chase those grunion, you know
5: that, right? <laughs> <laughs> It's A lot sort of fun to do. So anyway, she's she calls You got me. a daughter named Honey Bear? <laughs> oh, you know, I have a son, I have another. Don't we'll th- call him Honey Bear. <laughs> Can't be elected unless you have a child named Honey Bear. Well, I'll call the next one Honey Bear. <laughs> okay. That's a promise now. <laughs> so she calls me at ten thirty at night. And she said that the garbage It's about eleven now, isn't it? <laughs> <you? laughs> She said... Uh, on with the story. All Pastor right, on Mayor. with the <laughs> she And said, the torpedoes. She, to she said the garbage man forgot to pick up her garbage for two consecutive t- times. She said she lives in a four-family flat, that her garbage pail is full, her neighbors are full, and she's using the dish pan. She got all the dishes, and her husband's mad at her, and she wanted me to do something about it. <laughs> So uh, I called up for emergency truck to uh, see what they could do to help this this lady out. Well, the next morning they they went by about midnight, I imagine, picked up the garbage. The next morning uh, she woke me. She was at the door about 7, seven thirty. Oh, I mean, wait a minute, cross that out. She woke me about six thirty. I'm always up early, and
2: uh, I'm letting him
5: hang himself now. I
4: know, I know.
2: Six eight, you she's... notice I don't say anything
4: anymore.
5: <laughs> You're riding alone, Councilman. Uh, I'm afraid of that. That's the... So she said, Mister Hunt. She says I'll always vote for you. She said that was just wonderful for you to come out last night and pick up the garbage yourself. She said I just want to know where did you put it and uh, how'd you get it in your car. She says if you if you know where to do it. She says uh, or she said if you know how to get rid of the garbage. She says maybe next time I can do it.
4: Ken,
2: I've been standing here taking pot shots at you, and I think it's only Democratic to give you a chance to do the same.
5: You're at liberty to say anything you want. Well, uh, since this is election year, I won't say too much except this, Groucho. Sincerely, that you are contributing a great deal to the welfare of our country. You're making millions of people laugh. I think well, you're doing a great deal for our, our, our country.
2: Well, that's very flattering. In the next election, I'll run to the polls and vote for you. Is that okay? <laughs> but you don't live in my district, do you? Well, don't let that stop you. That.
4: <laughs> well, I've kidded
2: you, you, Mr. Hahn, but it was only in jest. And if you really want to find out what the people are thinking about it, you should take a look at the new DeSoto Fire Dome 8. Would you take a look at it for I me? I will, Sorry. tomorrow morning. <laughs> Not too early, huh? <laughs> now you're going to play about your life. You beat our other couples, and you get a chance at the $2,000 question. I can't tell you how much you have to win, but uh, George is going to remind our listeners.
0: Clem and his partner won $2.98, and the secret word is name.
2: All right, now here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected initials of government organizations. Here's your first question. How much of the 20 will you go for? 18 18 is that all right with you, Miss Mallow?
5: Fine. C C digestion.
2: Oh,
4: what? <laughs> <laughs> what
2: do the initials R F C stand for? Reconstruction Finance Corporation. Absolutely right. And you're off to a good start with thirty-eight dollars. I'm going for two thousand dollars, Knight. How much of the thirty-eight are you going to risk? Talk up. 30. Walk up, Marsha. Let's hear you. 37.
4: 37. 37.
2: The initials A E C C stand for an important government group. What do these initials stand for? Atomic Energy Commission. You're absolutely right. You now have $75. That's so, so bright enough to get out of politics.
4: <laughs>
2: Here's your third question. How I'm much of the 70 are you going to bet? Yeah, 75 75 74 74 what do the initials T-V-A stand for? Tennessee Valley Authority. Absolutely correct. I now have $149. You're crazy you No, no, run for mayor. <laughs> You're crazy if you do. Now here's, here's your last chance to be the other couple. How much of the 149 All of it. All of it. All of it. The initials V-A stand for an important government group. What do these initials stand for? Veterans
0: Administration. Ah!
5: Right.
0: Well, You'll be wound up with $298. Well, thanks, and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealer. We uh, have a school teacher and a telephone operator for you now, Groucho. Mr. Uh, Robert Crawford is the teacher, and Miss Virginia Ryan is the operator, chosen by our studio audience just before we went on the air. And here they are. Splendid. folks. Meet Groucho Marx. Well, welcome, uh, welcome to
2: the Disorderly yeah. Playmate Dealers.
0: Say the secret word
2: and divide a hundred dollars. It's a common word. Something you always have with you. Miss uh, Virginia Ryan, and uh, you're a telephone operator, is that yes, right? Yes, sir. Where are you from, Virginia?
4: Atalma, Ala.
2: Are you married?
4: No. Oh.
2: That's terrible, a telephone girl without a ring.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll have to
2: put in a plug for you sometime,
4: huh? <laughs> how is
2: it, uh, how come you're not married? Let's get colloquial here, well,
4: I'm not in any hurry.
2: She's a telephone operator, All right. <laughs> But if I asked her for a date, she'd give me the busy signal. <laughs> uh, Mr. Robert Hood Crawford, but that's you, huh? Right. You look like, like Francis Weeman, the fellow who used to be golf champion. anybody ever tell you that? Eh? No. Are you married? Uh, yes, I'm married. How did you meet your wife? Uh, I don't think that's worth uh, discussing. <laughs> well, I think every married man feels that way about it. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, we're very persistent here. How did you meet her? Well, uh, to be truthful, I was coaching a uh, basketball team in a seven state tournament. You were coaching ba- basketball? Co- coaching basketball. Were you dribbling or drooling?
4: Huh?
2: <laughs> <laughs> a-, a little, of both, I imagine. What do you, t- what do you t- to teach? Uh? Uh, I teach uh, uh, some my math courses. I'm head of the mathematics department. Oh, there you go. Quite a fellow here. Eh? Basketball and mathematics, huh? What should I call a math teacher? You have a pretty dignified position, and I can't call you Robbie. Uh, what shall I call you? Well, uh, for about 12 years, my students have been calling me Uncle Fudd.
4: <laughs> That's quite
2: dignified, eh?
4: Well, where do you teach,
2: Fudd? Uh, I'm high school. You don't <laughs> teach, Fudd. I mean, where do you teach? Fudd.
4: <laughs> it's not getting
2: any clearer. <laughs> I teach Fudd, where do you teach?
4: <laughs>
2: I'll turn this thing around. <laughs> Uh, I teach at Santa Monica High School. Oh, well, what are some of the subjects you teach these uh, innocent children? Well, you see, uh, some of the students are planning to go to college, and uh, that's the group that I teach, the upper group. I teach some college algebra, solid geometry, trigonometry. Well, tell us about college uh, algebra. What is that like? I think it would be more logical if I told you about high school algebra first.
4: <laughs> That's
2: not quite true. <laughs> it would be more logical if you first told me about kindergarten algebra.
4: <laughs>
2: do you have any tricks for cramming mathematics uh, down these unsuspecting little gullets? Well, I think I do. Uh, most of the teachers use X's and Y's and Z's, but I have uh, three little characters that I use, which I call Hm, which is a uh, circle, and ha, which hmm, is... is... a circle? Hm is a circle. Well, I never knew that, huh? uh, You think in them. And, and then we have ha. I which don't is, think in cycles now. You've got me wrong.
4: <laughs> ha
2: is a square. Yes, that's me, all right. <laughs> and a character I called z, which is a diamond. And I use these to solve equations. Could you give us a sample equation just so this would uh, clarify itself in my mind? Well, uh, for example, the solution of a quadratic with these characters as coefficients would be uh, x is equal to. Uh, a minus half, plus or minus the square root of half squared, minus four, hm zzz, all over two, hm. <laughs> uh, the original quadratic was, uh, hmm, x squared, plus, half x, plus, zzz, equals zero. Well, tell us something about basketball.
4: <laughs>
2: well, I've learned a lot uh, tonight, and I'll probably get a bill from the phone company for all this extra conversation. Even talk isn't cheap anymore. (laughs) Now you're going to play your bet your life for a chance at the DeSoto Plymouth $2,000 question. All you got to do is run your $20 into more than our other couples. Can't tell you how much you have to win, but George is going to remind our listeners.
0: Councilman Hahn and his partner lead with $298.
2: Oh, I have a note here uh, to remind me to tell you something. A good friend of mine, S.J. Perelman, has written a slanderous piece about me in the new issue of Holiday Magazine. I think you'll like it. You'll find it in the April issue of Holiday. He's a wonderful writer, and even if you don't like the subject matter, I think you'll be crazy about it. <laughs> now then, we'll play the, uh, the quiz. All right, here we go. Let's see how high I can bet you $20. You selected husband and wife teams of radio and television. Here's your first question. How much of the $20 will you bet and talk out loud? $19.52. $19. Here we go. <laughs> One of the most popular husband-and-wife teams in radio actually used their own kids, Ricky and David, on their program. What is the name of this couple? Ozzy and Harriet. Ozzy and Harriet is right. You're off to a good start. You have $39.52. By the way, I saw them in their new movie, uh, Here Come the Nelsons, the other night, and it, it's real George. For you squares in the audience, that means very good, and I uh, recommend that you go see it. Remember, you're going for $2,000 tonight. Now, how much of the $39.52 are you going to bet this time? Thirty-nine dollars. it will be fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, make it tough on yourself. You're a math teacher. Thirty-nine, $39 dollars a half cents. Thirty-nine dollars forty cents and two mills. <laughs> and don't forget the mills of the gods grind slowly, but they grind exceeding fine. Now what's he gonna bet? Now, what's he gonna bet?
4: <laughs> don't let him
2: talk you out of it now, 30, Scott. Thirty-nine dollars forty cents. And two mil. That's right. This man is allegedly uh, a graduate of the University of San Francisco. He ought to know oh, that. One four zero two. All right, here we go. Who played the title roles in The Halls of Ivy?
4: Uh, Ronald Coleman and his wife, uh, Benita.
2: Benita Coleman. That's Benita. close yeah. enough. We'll give you that. I have uh, a Just a moment. Three... How
4: much
2: have you got? Uh, Thirty nine. <laughs> Seventy eight,
4: ninety
2: two, two. Exactly what I had. <laughs> and I had it right on the tip of my tongue. All right, what is the name of the couple who live in... Uh, how much you bet? Oh, uh, we will bet uh, $78.90.
4: And
2: no teams? <laughs> uh, and, tr- and three enough. pesos, huh? go, three pesos. <laughs> All right, what Take is the name bet. of the couple who live in Wistful Vista? Fibber McGee, McGee and Molly. and <laughs> Molly. Just a moment. How much do they got, Fudd? Oh, let's see. I lost track.
0: All right. I've we... got it. <laughs> you have $157.82 in two of those mills.
2: <laughs> now they got four mills. Now they got the mills brothers. <laughs> All right. It's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much are you going to bet? We'll bet $157.81. Okay. I Love Lucy stars a husband and wife team. What are their names?
4: Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz.
0: Absolutely. Oh, listen you, listen. you wind up with three hundred fifteen dollars, sixty-three cents, two mills, and that means that you two, in just one minute, get the chance at the Desoto Plymouth two thousand dollar question. Attention all car owners, now is the time to get your car ready for warmer weather. Now is the time to drive in at the famous sign of better service, your DeSoto Plymouth dealers, and ask for a springtime live action tune-up. First of all, the DeSoto Plymouth dealers' expert mechanics will go over the engine of your car, adjusting the carburetor, distributor, and timing, cleaning and regapping the spark plugs, cleaning and servicing the air cleaners. This will mean new pep to your car and more miles to the gallon. Your DeSoto Plymouth dealer will see to it that your car is properly lubricated to factory specifications and the engine oil changed as well as transmission and differential lubricants. Your car's electrical system will be checked after the heavy load of winter. The cooling system, too, will be put in shape for the extra miles of warmer weather driving. So for extra power, extra economy, extra satisfaction... Tomorrow, take your car for that springtime live-action tune-up. Take it where you see the famous sign of better service, the friendly sign of a DeSoto Plymouth dealer. And here comes the schoolteacher and the telephone operator, the winning couple all set for the DeSoto Plymouth $2,000 question.
2: All right, here we go for $2,000. I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you. Think carefully and please no help from the audience. Ready? One of the most dramatic episodes of World War II occurred in December 1939 when a German pocket battleship was scuttled and burned off the coast of Uruguay. For $2,000, what was the name of this ship? the answer you two have decided upon. The closest we can say is the Shornhorst. No, I'm sorry. It's the Graf Spee, I guess. Uh, S-P-E-E. At the Graf Spee is the correct answer, so that means the big question next week will be worth $2,500. $2, well, you lost the big money, but uh, how much did they win the quiz, George?
0: $315.63. Congratulations,
2: and thanks to both of you and to all of our contestants on the show tonight. Thank you.
0: Wednesday night at the same time for the Groucho Marx Show, when the big question will be worth $2,500. And don't miss Groucho's television show, also presented by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth, two great cars, both products of the Chrysler Corporation.
2: And when you drive in, tell them Groucho sent you. Good night, folks, and remember, see DeSoto fire don't make tomorrow.
0: Here's a reminder from the National Safety Council. The three R's of safe driving are ready, reasonable, right. You Bet Your Life, transcribed from Hollywood, is produced by John Goodell, directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith, music by Jerry Fielding. This is George Fenneman signing off for the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast.
1: You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. You know, after listening to so many of these shows, I have to say that the audience members know all the answers. They know when anyone answers a question wrong, even before Groucho tells them. They even know when the secret word is said before the producers do. So let's hear it for the audience. The uncredited cast member. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at com. The Shadow returns on Monday and Groucho will be back next Friday for some more You Bet Your Life. For Patreon members, you can listen tomorrow to the next episode of the Vintage Radio Club it's love and heartbreak in old Russia, in MGM's Theater of the Airs production of Anna Karenina. For I Love Old Time This is Virtual Vinny signing off.